Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yo, you don't stop. Big John come rocking a short shot. Welcome back to the big show. It's Taco Tuesday here at Call to the Pen HQ with the big man, the big man, with the big man. Follow me up on Twitter, formerly known as X. Scratch that, reverse it, at John Legaza Flow, sharpen in the razor. Brian, 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 OPMG Insight. What's going on, everybody? Welcome aboard, and buen dia, buongiorno. Hope everyone had a good night last night. Man, we are really, really starting to cook. This second half, you know, I'm crushing these. Under strikeout props, yesterday, five and three. I mean, listen, you're going five and three on an average of plus 145, 150. There's something going on, right? We really sniffed out a bit of edge, and we could have done a lot better, such as the name of the game. Here at Call to the Pen, rate, review, and subscribe, because that stuff matters more than it should. If you're following yesterday, we were talking about daily specials the entire year. We're going to keep an eye on today's daily K-leader. DraftKings has been running a daily team run leader. I mean, people, I'm, I mean, if, if you follow my work, pin tweet on X will take you to my sharpener links where I have my baseball data. I mean, one of the things I, I just, part of the routine, whether or not you pay, you can get the bookmark is there. Like, I literally have not put the Google Doc behind the paywall. It's If you want to pay the 20 bucks and, you know, support, you do that. Hopefully you make enough money to do it anyway. But one of the things that I supply with these employee team totals, um, hello, they put it out last week. We knocked them. They put it out yesterday. We knocked them again. My bet got voided like a derp I am. I hit two of the three teams that were implied for more than five runs. We're going off a plus 12 to 1. I tweeted about it. I have the receipt. Seattle and San Diego. Seattle went and dropped 14, however... The L.A. game got canceled, and those got scratched. Other people that saw the tweet after got it at 11-1, to and they won. So congratulations to all you winners. We'll keep it on those daily leaderboards. I don't know how we're going to get through all the work today. Let's just do the thing we do, me and you, Colter Vic First up, it's the Baby Bears. Drew Guy Smiley on the bump against Reese's Pieces Olsen and those Detroit Tigers from 8 Mile. Detroit plus 100 even. At home, Cubs minus 115. You can almost get the Spider-Man gif a little bit. I think both of these pitchers are due for positive regression. Smiley with the 5 ERA, the expected near 4. Reese with the near 5 ERA, his Sierra near 4. Neither one within better than 8, you know, greater than 8% walk rate. Both inducing chases. Both have suppressed hard hits. And both have been pretty good last 30 days. And again, you wouldn't know it from the ERA. I have this on the picture sheet also. We're at the point in the year where, you know, I put in 30 days, Jeff LC. I mean, welcome back to Sparta. We, why, how could we be the failings without Brian, 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 and Jeff? Insight, Far Sports, Maddie K, Maddie Dub, Frankie A, all the usual suspects hanging out in the restaurant where the chefs eat. Again, I, I've been calling it last 30 just because I talk too much. But again, if you know, we want to capture one more start. It's 30 days plus one start. So I actually, when I do it on the calendar, I go back exactly a month and then up a week. And then it gets you, you want five or six. So I call it 30 days. Both these pitchers have greatly outproduced those ERAs. Smiley, seven and a half ERA, three, three Sierra. Olsen, six ERA, four plus Sierra. So I think both of these 
pitchers again due for positive regression. Offenses both really struggling. Detroit, who was hitting lefties early on in the season, that's now in the tank. 267 Woba last 30 versus lefties. Cubs have looked a little up and down, man. Again, right, we're going through this why we look at the last 500 plate appearances as well as the year to date again on the sheet. Cubs were flying high first in everything. They've really kind of gone in the tank. 227 BA, five and a half barrel, 35 hard hit. Those are all bottom eight. They have not really been any good. The bullpens have both been mad. I think I had an under here modeled and I ended up pulling it. I do, Jay, do me a favor. If we have F5, U5 at normal money, we'll go under. The four and a half, I'm going to leave. I want that fifth run, even if it's going to cost me 15 cents. Again, I think both offenses kind of a little downtrodden. Both these pitchers looking for a bit of positive regression. All right, Jay, so I'm going to move on. If you can get F5, U5 on Detroit at decent money, we'll take that one. Again, we're using bet stamp. Jay will tell you a little about it later on. Yeah, the fives are five is viable. All right, let's move it up. Hi, Black on the road for the Rockies, plus 230 dogs against Zach, not so little. And the Flatfish of Florida, minus 250 favorites. We're at that point of the year where teams like Colorado have fully surrendered. Little, I think, is actually a lot better than maybe people think, right? They, you hear kind of, not saying no name. I never want to knock these guys. But, right, it's not a star name, right? Okay, I think that's fair. Not a marquee name. But the stats are there. They've stretched them out. 3% walk rate for Little. I think it might be Little, actually. Do me a favor. If you got the walk rate for Little, if he's listed, Jay, Again, if I call it out, we have to move fast. So if you can get under one and a half, when I call it viable, let's call it minus 130, 35 even. If it literally is minus 135, no, thank you. It's minus 240 for all you, you sportscasters at home. Jeez Louise. Anyway, his control is great. He gets ahead. Little's been very, very good. He has struggled at home, though, which has been re weird because he's been so good. 315 BA allowed, 850 OPS. So something's going to have to give. Though he's been excellent the last 30 since they've stretched him out. Colorado offense is just dog s right now. 26% K, 14 swing and strike, 83 zone contact. I just don't know if... I gotta, I should have just decided if it's Little or Littell, but I'm like stumbling. He doesn't really have the strikeout stuff to go for the daily K leader, even though we always want to tag Colorado, though I would say if he's like plus 100 or better to one, go ahead. This one should just be, it should be a steamroll. Jay, I didn't see the run line prices. I'm tempted. No, 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 it's in the negative. We can bin Tampa as a money line play. No, no, no. I don't want to, I don't want to get myself where I'm paying minus 130 for run lines. I think I'd rather pair at that point. I tell you, I've given up so many late runs. It makes you sick, the extra inning stuff. It is what it is. Very hard to cover. It's it's hard to cover. The Rays offense is not that good either. They've been okay. It's funny. They're one of these teams like the average is up, the WRC plus is up, but you pop the hood and I'm like, I don't really see it. You know, 13 swing strike, 82 zone contact, dead last in pull rate, 45% ground ball rate. There's not great. So let's move it on. We'll keep Tampa in mind. If we run into another heavy favorite that we like, I think Tampa wins. But again, unless the offense is hard charging, no thanks. Next up, it's the Gigantes. Those San Francisco treats. Rookie Kyle Harrison on the bump, making his debut. I mean, automatically, I think this is just bad chalk. And it's funny because they, they're coming in as a dog, but they shouldn't be. The Giants stink. Harrison's really struggled. I don't even know if it's the Walker, Taiwan Walker on the bump for the Phillies. Sorry, I skipped over that. Minus 145 favorite. But the Phillies are rolling. The Giants offense just in the tank, in the tub, circling the drain. Can I get a mercy flush? Giants, bottom three in runs, average, OPS, ground ball double plays, ground ball rate. 
Flyballs Woba, 73 WRC plus. They're really bad right now. And particularly bad against righties. Bottom three in Woba and expected Woba last 30 versus righties. Philadelphia offense start to rock and or roll. 376 team Woba. Lefty righty split is strong. Kind of like the Phillies here. Harrison also the control just ter- his control has been really, really rough. Again, maybe I overreacted disciplinary stuff if we follow our work. You know, it's at the base of a lot of my work. But like the war, he is just walks us down. This is the minors. I got one, two, three. Four starts of four walks out of 21. And then one, two, three, four, five, six more of three walks. So, I mean, you're talking, you know, half your, almost half your games, guys walking three walks or more. So, that makes it a little rough. I'm not going to back Harrison. Mention Maddie Williams' name and he shall appear. Maddie Dub, what's up? Make sure you follow my boy. Swap the L's for seven on the Twitter app. Brian Rose, what's going on? Seeing you now. OPMG, welcome aboard. The crew is assembled. Voltron in effect. I mean, I just think I like Philly to crush. I always get caught at these minus 145. I call them parlay pieces. I don't know if I want to parlay it with the Rays. Maybe we will. I mean, Rays and Phillies sounds pretty good. I don't know if I want to back Walker. Maybe we'll just fade the Phillies. Again, Walker is the... He's the mystery piece here. Again, I'm seeing a four ERA last recent... I'm calling it recent. It's a 400, 500 pitch range. But the Cayman's Walker ERA up near six and the Sierra up near six as well. Hard to get in and over because the Giants' offense has been so terrible, but the bullpen has a five ERA as well. Philly team total, probably where it's at. Jay, is that up? And then we'll move it on. So let's call it Philly's team total if it's five flat at a viable price or better. Jay, we're smoking right now. It's a four and a half. Let's hit that. That's what I want. I don't trust Walker. We love the Philly offense. I don't trust Harrison. The Phillies are hitting home runs, and Harrison is walking the world. So we're going to go over four and a half on the Phillies team total full game and move it on up to the south side of the boogie down Bronx with Josiah Gray and the Nats are plus 165 dogs against my New York Yankees and Carlos Radon. What what a terrible season he's having. Again, the biggest L L for love. L for love. I am having a fantastic fantasy baseball season. If you followed my ranks, you also had a fantastic season. If you didn't follow my ranks, it's the piece of work I'm the most proud of, which I hope says a lot. But with the wins come the losses. I had Carlos Rodon all the way at the top. That was my ballsy ace pick. And, you know, injuries plus lack of production. So let's get into the split that I like. Jay, let's not bury the lead. I got plus money on Washington through five. Washington bullpen's actually been pretty good. So they're not necessarily a team you need to avoid. Just the Yankee bullpen is good. Again, you see the big ERA for Washington recently. They had a couple bad blobs. The Sierra sub four, the walk rate 7%. That stuff's okay. But I would like to keep this to five. Let's get the plus money on the run line. Again, Josiah Gray, just a really heavy split. The way he pitches doesn't play up well in Washington. Sub four ERA, but a 1-5 whip. The indicator's up near five. The thing, again, you want to look at with Gray is the split on the road. 245 batting average allowed. That's a 684 OPS, 28 ERA, three quarters of a homer per nine for Josiah Gray on the road, where Rodon has just been an abject disaster. Again, I love Rodon. I think when he's cooking, you're talking about ace-level stuff, like legit Cy Young vote-getting top eight overall starting pitcher stuff. However, so far this year, it's a 7-3 ERA, 1-5 whip, 8-34 OPS. XFIP over six, Sierra over three and a quarter, expected ERA at five and a half, so there's that. 
agreement across the estimators. 15% walk rate. It's just an absolute and abject disaster for Radon. Plus, the last time he's pitched was, you figure, three weeks ago on the 6th. He went two and two-thirds. So we haven't seen him throw more than 58 pitches in heaven knows how long. And there was no rehab start in the minor league. So workload could be a concern. Give me Josiah Gray and the Nats offense, which, again, probably has the edge right now. Let's take a look. Last 500 PAs really quick. 269 team BA for the Nats. 18% K. They're incredibly hard to strike out. They make a ton of contact. 89% zone contact. And a lot of pull. So they produced. Flip side, Yankees kind of suck. 225 team BA, 29% K rate. And Josiah Gray not really rocking the K metrics. 20% K for him, 11 swinging strike, 26 and a half whiff, really just average. The Yankees are the, one of the worst strikeout teams in the league. Again, they're taking their walks as well, which might hurt us for a daily K leader. See how those two things work together. The Yankees, are they're, they're just not being aggressive. They're just looking at everything, walks and balls. So if Josiah Gray is throwing strikes, he's going to get Ks. Yankees also top three in chase rate. So to be worst in strikeouts, but top three in chase rate is just you're broken. You're 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 afraid to swing the bat. You're not doing anything. Matt Strauss up in the room. What's going on, man? Welcome aboard. Appreciate all of your support. I really do. The followers that you know help me across all the different platforms and stuff. Trying to piece together this thing of mine. You know, K leader not up yet, but we are covering it. You know, we are, right, we always have it in mind. We're going to take the last two minutes as well to go over the board. The guys that we like. <laughs> Insight says Radon has monoitis. That's a international border crossing influenza. <laughs> Affecting big time pitching. All right, let's do it. So we're going to take Washington F5 run line and move it on. Next up, it's the old man, Adam Wainwright, long in the tooth, pitching for the Cardinals on the road, plus 120 dog against Johan Oviedo and the black and yellow, black and yellow buckos from Pittsburgh. I mean, what do you even say, Wainwright? This is just a, this is just an absolute sin. That's what my, like my grandma would say. This is a sin. Adam Wainwright, 8-4, ERA, 2 whip, 1,000 OPS. Every single indicator north of 5, expected ERA at 7-7. Seven, seven. 11 and a half K to eight walk. This is just not even like possible what's going on. 93 zone contact, 11 and a half barrel is nearly two home runs per nine. 406 expected wall, but 435 on contact. I'll check this out. This is just atrocious. He is a minimum 350 lefty righty BA split, meaning, you know, lefty righties both hitting a minimum 350 off him. 360 allowed on the road, 1,000 OPS, eight and a quarter ERA, two and a half over nine. 10 ERA last 30 days. I mean, this is just, like, despicable. Pittsburgh offense kind of sucks, but they're taking walks, not chasing, making a lot of contact, which is where Wainwright has failed. St. Louis bullpen with the 5.5 ERA. Maybe we want to look at that Pittsburgh team total. I wonder what the books think of Wainwright today, Jake. Let's get the full game Pittsburgh team total. I think we got to call it at 5 also, but I don't want to pay any Jews. If it's 4.5, I'll go to minus 130, but other than that, no thank you. Let me just check the algo. Maybe I'm full of it. Well, I've got them north of five. So that means that I would go five at standard play. Yeah, okay. Because I think worst case scenario, we push. Man, if you can, people, uh, again, we're using petstamp.app. Jay, Jay, bring up the board. It's a really good example for the video only people because we get this question all the time. This is a perfect example. One, of why you, you need critical thought. Two, why you need access to different books. And three, why you should be using petstamp for you, why you should be listening to me. <laughs> Five runs, right? The total is minus 110. Four and a half. 
is at minus 135. So that's 25 cents for the deciding run. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. That's one of the times that you pay juice. And again, a lot of times for a run line, a run goes cost you. You get a, a cent. So 25 cents is a discount. Jay, I really want to go over four and a half because I saw this one somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know generally we're, we've pride ourselves on not taking the best price. And I know I did open my big mouth and say five. But now that I'm seeing four and a half at minus 130 means it's probably available. And I would just suggest people don't get the five. Wait for the four and a half. And if you can't get it, don't. Other side, Johan Oviedo has been kind of just a guy. Indicators say he's just a guy. 20K to 10 walk, just a guy. Doesn't get ahead, 44 ground ball. I mean, really, everything just a guy. He's kept the ball in the park. And I guess that's kind of saved his ass a little bit. Everything just kind of meh. Five ERA, five Sierra last 30 days. St. Louis offense rocking and rolling. So maybe this one is a game total over also. It might have been double digits. Sorry, I'm scanning in real time. It's nine and a half. That's why I wanted the four and a half. I guess, I mean, let's check the Pittsburgh bullpen. Four and a half ERA, but the Sierra is really good. The strikeout rate's really high. I really want the Pittsburgh team total. So, okay, I would hit the four and a half minus 130. If not, let's just leave it. I have to move it on up. I'm not going to see what you do. This one's up to you, big dog. Next up, it's the Bluebirds from north of the border in Yusei Kikuchi. I say he's looking pretty good as of late, and I definitely made fun of him, and now I look stupid. <laughs> on the bump, on the road, against Grayson Rodriguez for the Blackbirds with Orange Vestos, Pesky Orioles, minus 115, slight favorite at home. Kakuchi's been excellent. 3-4 ERA, 1-2 whip. Indicators agree. 25K to only 6.5 walk. That's really the big one. 28 CSW, 28 whiff, 33 chase, and 85 zone contact. So Kakuchi really doing everything, displaying some control finally. Inducing chases, winning in the zone. The problem is, again, he, he misses, and his misses are middle-middle. I've added that to the sheet. 8.5 miss percentage. It's not any good. Because of the 39 fly ball, 40 hard hit, 8.5 barrel, is the 1.5 homer 9. That's just what you're going to get. But if the walks are reduced, the home runs are solo shots. He's been excellent last 30. Same for Rodriguez. Forget the season stats for him. After that demotion and the recall, he's been excellent. You know what? Both of these offenses really struggling against righties. Jay, do me a favor. Bring up the F5. I, want, I was fooling around with some CLV today. So I'm technically under the four and a half. But I was hoping this would move to five on the name brand of the offense. And like Kikuchi, Ben Rodriguez with kind of, you know, not the best long-term reputations. So I've kind of held on this. But with the over at four and a half even money, it's not moving to five. Crazy about paying juice to go under four and a half. But I think this one's in play. Let's check it out. Toronto offense stinks. Sorry, Canadians. 233 team PA, 670 OPS, dead last to pull rate, 5% barrel, bottom three expected Woba versus righties last 30. Baltimore, six and a half walk, 11 double play, 44 ground ball, those are all bottom eight. 297 expected Woba. Yeah, let's go under. Let's do it. So we're going to go under the four and a half. Toronto, Baltimore, F5. Just look for 15 strong outs on both sides. The bullpens have actually been okay. Toronto bullpen's been phenomenal lately. 1-8 ERA last 35 innings. We know the Baltimore bullpen's pretty good. So this one will probably be viable also. I just, I tend to like to keep my unders to the F5. I've gotten stung a couple times with the Ghost Runner, and it, like, that sucks. A, a game is, you know, 2-2, two, two, going into the 10th. You're under 8, you'll lose the freaking thing. And it's like, 
I think I even lost one with a five run. Spreading extra innings, which is really devastating because the it's greater than one swing. So like, oh, I was puking. Anyway. Inside says Kikuchi's throwing lightning bolts. I hear you, brother. Right. And I, again, that's where you kind of come here, I hope. Or, you know, I've, not to brag, but like, you know, I really have been extremely proud about this point feeling like it's had some gravitational pull for very sharp players. And I, then, right again, why we call this 300? Why this is Sparta? We're not huge. You know what I mean? I don't brag about that. Yeah, you see a couple hundred views and it's like, eh. But the fact we've grown and maintained through the dog days of summer, that analytically really says something about what we've done here. And again, you know, for me and Jay, I know we, he's nodding along. Because like rate reviewing and subscribing, this stuff matters more than it should. It means more to us than it should. Yeah, and I think I like to think that the style that I bring, you know, I'm, I reek of effort. You know, I mean, this means a lot to me. Right? I don't mail it in. And you, you know they're out there. Handicappers that pick a game, they copy someone else's work, a little blurb, then they go out taking pictures of them in bathing suits complaining why people talk about the way they look. You know, pictures doing the club pottery and fooling around when you should be working because, frankly, you're not that smart, you know. So you come here because <laughs> sometimes imitation, not to steal a line, but imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So there's any football people out there. Every night, ETR is the best line, you know, grinding the cock to a nub, kid. You know, I can't say I don't know hashtag no sex around here, man. My wife's a smoking hottie and we're doing the thing. We are working ourselves. So if you appreciate what we do, you know, we're bringing it to you free. Press the like button. If you're an audio listener, five-star reviews just matter. Like, oh, my God. The compliment, the tooth, the compliment. Just, oh, my God. Mention me by name. It's so stupid. All right, let's get back into the work. Next up, Bobby Miller in a trolley Dodgers. Minus 205. Favorites against Fat Thor and the Guardians. This is the other one I would pair. I think I might have paired something else myself, but regardless, I don't, I don't hide it. What, what do we have? Tampa early? So I think you can go Tampa and the Dodgers. If Tampa and the Dodgers get you the even money, that we can go. Bobby Miller has been awesome. 3.7 ERA, 1.17 whip. 3.75 expected ERA, 22K to 7 walk. 63 for a strike, 6.5 miss. So he's getting ahead, avoiding that center plate. Keeping the ball down 46% of the time. Love that. 7% barrel, 3% blast, three-quarter home and nine for Miller. That's a 293 expected Wobuck again. If you're looking for cheat sheets, I got the best. But if you need one stat, honestly, like expected Wobuck and expected ERA are so good as far as being descriptive. They they cover so much. And again, once I was pushing up against them, I we oh, incorporate everything. And I do. But I did the work for the Athletic. I tested all the in-season correlations and stuff. I'm like, it's through the roof. It really is through the roof. You know, you, you show me those and... You kind of have an idea of what's going on. Bobby Miller crushing lefties, 194 BA allowed. He's been excellent. Also excellent on the road, 227 average, 616 OPS allowed, 219 OPS. One quarter of a home run per nine has got a 2-6 ERA last 40 days. He also checks the plus boxes. That's something else I've added to the sheets. I know the plus metrics, Eno stuff, which is available for free on Fangraphs. Make sure you check them out and support Fangraphs. Stuff plus... Location plus, pitching plus, I don't overreact to any of those. But I have found when you get agreement from them at 100 or better, you're looking at a good pitcher. Bobby Miller, 101 or better altogether, 125 stuff plus, 110 pitching. Noah Syndergaard, 81 stuff plus, he's been brutal. We knew it was coming. 7 ERA, 145 whip, 6 and a quarter expected ERA. I mean, this should be a slaughter. 
Dodgers have struggled to touch against righties, but we know they're very good because they don't take, you know, they don't strike out. They don't chase. They pull heavy, hitting the ball hard. Cleveland offense just sucks right now. It's so bad. They've only hit five home runs in the last 500 plate appearances. That's just, that's absurd. With a sub-seven walk, 36 chase, 48 ground ball. These are not doing anything well. 5% barrel. The bullpen's been pretty good, but Dodgers bullpen lights out as well. 43 and two-thirds. That's a 144 ERA, .64 whip. The Dodgers are rolling right now. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Insight. Check this out. Again, I, well, I like the pushback. Sharpest comment section in the game. Insight. Drop the Twitter handle. We'll get you some follows, hopefully. It says, Syndergaard, since 2022 with five or six days rest, over, under, 8-1-1, record 2-8. and eight. Yeah, let's get him. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I think you're going the other way, and I didn't realize that. I only had one quarter, one quarter of one eyeball on it. So let's pair the Flatfish with the Dodgers. Those are all, like, good. I actually think there's a couple of strong money line chalk plays. Again, I'm the first one to call it the donkey stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. We hit, we we usually are pretty good with those. But sometimes good teams win. Oh, and they're a plus 10, by the way, so I like that. And again, I'm keep it from, I never understood this. People obsessed with only playing straight. If you like Tampa and you like the Dodgers and you play them straight, you juiced out of your balls. You got to hit them both to profit anyway. I've just, I've never understood having to pay up to put yourself in a situation where one and one is a loss. Where I'd rather dial down the risk, still need the same hit rate, but open up my profit potential. Again, this is where myself and the the total boomers, I guess we disagree. I don't like pushing up against the, against experts in the field. I just have a different sort of experience. Maybe my line of thinking is off. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? A lot of times I find these conversations get into the weeds about like Kelly Criterion and people assigning risk and probabilities to their own stuff. And I'm like, this is where you lose me. Because I generally come from a working theory that most of these games are 50-50 at the outset. The second the, the, the whistle's blown, it's 50-50. Well, that's what most people have a hard time really understanding. Right? We're by your street seventy guys. I'm just not really I'm just not really moved. We see the baseball all the time all the all the time. So let's move it on. It's the Let's Go Mesco, Tyler McGill on the road, on the bump against Bryce the Elder. I mean, this one should, could. And maybe would get ugly. I don't think I have the over here. It's already a ten and a half. I don't even like to go to ten, but you got to go to eleven to get this one. The analysis is probably what you thought. McGill five five ERA one seven whip. I mean, it's just nothing here. Six point three expected ERA. I mean, just awful. One thousand OPS on the road. Eight point two ERA on the road. Seven point two ERA last forty days. Ninety five or less across the board. All three plus metrics. Bryce Elder, don't be full 3 4 ERA, 1 2 1 whip. We were calling for the regression, and that has come. Last 30 days, 5 ERA, 5 4 K minus walk ERA, 5 and a quarter Sierra. Right? He's not fooling anybody. No secret Braves offense, best in the league. Mets offense starting to get it going, though. So this one isn't over or nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess there may be some value seeking and the, the 05.5 right now. This one twenty eight. I see a couple of those. Again, I generally go over full game. Mets bullpen's been terrible. Braves bullpen has not. I don't know. Just leave this one. This is just ugly. This one is my um, 
you know, wacky old parlay site of the day. Right. So take the Braves and Mets game over the prize picks, over the underdog, over the drafters that let you, you know, 10 leg parlay at, you know, plus EV odds. Insight says Dodgers back the last season with all back to back games. We're left five or few men on base, and the totals listed 11, 16, and one straight up. Oh, my goodness. I wish I, I should have even read that, dude. That was so good. I should, should have teased that. But anyway, for the audio only people, that's the kind of stuff going on in the chat. <laughs> like, in case you thought, in case you thought I was just kidding. <laughs> that is the, that's the kind of stuff going on in the chat. You can hop over to YouTube. You can see it after the fact. Sometimes I do it myself. And while you're there, man, press the button, press the thumb. Notifications and the stuff like that matters more than it should. Appreciate everybody supporting the show, man, for real. Next up, Tanner Houck is back for the Red Laundry on the road on the bump against JV, the old man, Justin Verlander, and the Astros. Oh, my God. How am I going to get to all this work? All right, so Houck is back. I like him a lot, but I don't generally support pitchers off the IL. He got hit in the face. Verlander's been excellent. The Astros have been excellent. And I'm still kind of sour. I lost at my F5 on Boston yesterday. Passed and jumped out to a 3-0 lead, and they still lost. So Verlander at minus 155 is probably the play. But help might also be good. So I'm just kind of feeding this one. I don't want to pay the tax. But I definitely think I definitely think the Astros get it going. Their offense is just smoking right now. Though I have been advising people, keep in mind, they're very slanted towards lefty bashing. They have a 400 Woba versus lefties last 30. That is nuts. So I'm kind of, I'm just feeding this one. Again, Verlander's been awesome. Hauk is very good. Both offenses have been good. So it's a perfect spot for a fade. Again, Boston bullpen starting to correct. Houston bullpen has been lock it down. Like, lock it, lock it down. Next up, Brian Wu is back for the Mariners. Minus 150 favorite on the road against Cleb Dog, Mr. Sunshine, and the Pale Hose, those stinky White Sox. Oh, this was another favorite I had. So you could bin this one, Seattle. If you wanted a three-leg, you also could three-leg. Like, I might even, that's like a nice parlay piece also. If you're wanting to do the donkey parlay. Dodgers, Rays, and Mariners. Though I think I have this one modeled up for a run line cover, which I do. So if we can get plus money on that one, we'll take that. Jay, if you can get even money, even let's say minus one, minus 105, I don't want to go any worse. So let's go with the run line cover. I got Brian Wu on the bump. Been pretty good. 4.7 ERA, but the earn run indicator is a lot better. Again, expected ERA 3.4, Sierra at 3.9. When those two numbers are in agreement, sub 4. A run separated from the actual ERA because a positive regression. 18 and a half K minus BB, 32% ball, 65 for a strike, 34 O swing. He's been really good. Also, do me a solid, Jay. Excuse me, check the. Right, so let's take that for sure. We got plus 105 at least on the run line. We're going to take that. I also like to see the Brian Wu walk props if those are up. Again, we like unders on guys just coming up because he might not get the full load. I don't know if it's going to be posted yet. I don't think it is yet. Yeah. So Brian Wu's war props are not up, but you keep an eye on those. That also, if you can same game parlay, it might be a, a good interlocking piece if we want to avoid the run line greed. Seattle money line plus Wu under one and a half walks could get you home. Again, he's been he's been excellent. He's been excellent on the road. Plus metrics agree. Clev Dog kind of stinks. 3-2 ERA. You can't buy any of that. It's garbage. 5 Sierra. He, it, it's not good. He has a 1-5-7 ERA last 40 days. This is going to collapse on him. 
in a major way. We're not buying it. It happens today. Seattle offense rock and roll. And now one of the better offenses in the league. I don't know why people are, you got to get with these, with the waves, man. Got to get with the side waves. Top three in double steals, runs, average, OBP, OPS, ground ball rate, pull rate, bow rate, Woba, WRC plus. I mean, it's really good, man. <laughs> you know, they're rolling. And the bullpen's been good. 2-9 ERA, last 43. Chicago White Sox bullpen has a 7 ERA, last 42 innings. So there's like that piece to put it together. Player props about my dude. I was up in your room yesterday. Again, the restaurant where the chefs eat. This is not about the negativity that happens in the Twitter space. Those jamokes out there knocking each other down, stealing each other's work. We are the rising tide that lifts the ships. I advise you follow Matt Williams. I advise that you follow Player Props Avant. Make sure you follow Monotone Football. Make sure you watch Pass the Prop. Make sure you cash those tickets and rate, review, and subscribe. Yo, PPS in the house. Again, This is you can see it's happening. We're building like this. Like, they're going to be like the just this league hopefully hopefully when the dust settles after we've had right legalization of betting came in we ended up with saturation of the market we ended up with a bunch of idiots that got big platforms that were given the microphone that is failing a lot of these companies are failing people understand that the content is garbage at the same time there are really sharp people <clears throat> like us making our way through the world on a bowl full of water flying around a bowl full of fire and hopefully we're going to get the nod someday like right they used to say around here they open a book we're going to get up and I'm telling you, it just may happen. If it does, play a props of art. You see me and him sitting across from each other, you know, wearing ties one day. Woo! Let's go get him, everybody. Listen, support support your good handicappers, okay? All right, here we go. Next up, I, I don't know how we're going to get to all this shit. We're going to go along again. It's Bailey Ober and the Twins on the road against Wade Miley and the Brewers. Oh, right in time for the Brewers stuff. I know I bet on Ober at five, so I don't want to bury the lead. I want to hurry up. Ober's been very good. 3-4 ERA, 113 whip. All the indicators agree. I love the control, the sub-5% walk rate. You know we love that. 65 first strike, 38-0 swing. So he gets up, gets ahead, makes you chase his junk. I've been a big over guy. Again, 5-5 five, five ERA last 40 days, but the Sierra down below 4. I'm not really buying it under the hood. I think he gets it done against Milwaukee and Miley. I see the 3 ERA, 117 whip, but K-minus Milwaukee ERA and the Sierra north of 5. I think there's some negative regression Coming from Miley, the Twins have hit lefties. The Brewers have not hit righties at all. They're very much a lefty-righty split. Check it out. 296 team Woba, 295 expected Woba last 30 versus righties. 234 team batting average for the Brewers, 678 OPS. The problem with the Twins is the strikeouts, but if they can get the stick on the ball, I think they get it done. F5, we got that one for minus 110. Oh, oh man, I'm going up against my dude. Best friends forced to do battle like made of the pumps. Well, he's got the crew today. I'll tell you what, Jay. How about we meet? You? I'll meet you in the middle. Let me get my twins at five. Let me just cash a little something, something, and then you take it over because you got the bullpen edge anyway. So maybe we got a little double result today. Twins through five Brewers with the win. Next up, Golden Graham Ashcraft, General Mills, Holler at us. Plus one twenty-five dog on the road against Paisan, Luke Giolito, and the Halos. Ashcraft, again, you got to throw away these season-long stats. I've been supporting this guy the entire year. He, man, he was hurt, and they kept rolling him out there, and he was wearing ridiculously bad starts, and they threw off the entire season-long stats for Ashcraft. Last 40 days, 2-5 ERA, 4-4 XFIP, 127 stuff plus on the season. The guy's a ground ball machine, and I love that. Plus, the LA offense is just in the trash right now. Bottom three, average OBP, OPS, 208, team batting average, 5% walk. 38 chase 60 wrc plus just absolutely absolutely despicable the reds offense not really looking any better 
I did not print this one. I don't. I maybe my F five wasn't up. Yeah, player prop says Ashcraft been a wagon. It's true, dude. People see these full game stats and they get married to them, not realizing. I know it's just something you and I talk about off season during the off season with injuries, kind of injury splits. You gotta separate Ashcraft with the injuries, and you see awesome garbage il awesome right now he's hot looking really good giolito it's been a massive struggle he has an eight era last 40 days five x fit nearly five sierra it's been a really rough go for him i was hoping the move would help him out maybe he gets some aid from the reds offense which has stunk as well i guess i'm gonna fade this one reds have the distinct edge in the bullpen if you want to play the reds it should go full game Player prop against says, need to make sure this is posted in here. Zach Geloff might be the greatest hitter of all time. I see you. We love Geloff, my spirit animal, carrying my Roto teams right now. My dude is Mickey Mantle. Absolutely. Okay, I think the Reds are actually a pretty strong play. Moneyline, Jay, I would take that one because Ashcraft's a pop to go late and the bullpen at the back end's been good. So for getting plus money on the Reds, I'll take that money line. Let's move it on. I'm going to try and hustle through the rest of this stuff, man. Next up, this is just the auto fade. I did get the over on the Royals and the A's. I have been telling people to be wary of betting anything on the A's. Again, Hollywood Hogan Harris is going today. Hogan's hero is Harris. On the bump against Angel Zerpa for the Royals with Cheese. They, again, like you know, I like the strikeout stuff. I've been playing these hitter props or totals. You don't get your money back on pitcher changes. I wouldn't really bother with these teams right now, especially Oakland. And then when you're getting these opener situations of these indiscernible kind of starters, don't even bother. I, I guess there might be something to be said to just kind of blind over. Both of these, the offenses do kind of stink. Casey's been a lot better as of late. Oakland is starting to click up as of late. They've made some player additions get off at the center of that. These teams, that's it, man. You're going over or not at all. Again, the answer here is probably in the bullpen where, like I said, this is when we got the over. Kansas City, five-year A list, 54 innings, double-digit walk rate, double-digit barrel. Oakland, five-and-a-half-year A list, 51 innings, 11% barrel. Again, so they have 10 combined losses in the past two weeks as a bullpen, you know. It's posted in Canada. Oh, Canada, man. What a country. Um, yeah, just leave it. Just leave this one alone. It's just no point. Next up, I want to get to this one because I do have a play. Texas in the White Wolf of Winterfell. John Gray on the bump, on the road. Woo! Plus 112 dog against my dude, Zach Gallon and the Snakes, which shakes on their back. Man, Arizona's starting to fall apart. The offense starting to click up just a bit, getting the contact going, getting the walk rate going, getting the swing and strike. This is the stuff that we talk about. When you like the talent in the team and they're in the tank, begin to look for upticks in disciplinary stuff. Once they stop, stop the swing and miss, Begin to take increased contact. You hope that opens the door to quality of contact. So we've seen that again for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm going with them. I was surprised to see this one as close to even. I think I got this one at minus 110. Again, Jay, let's get the F5. Both of these bullpens have been so whack. I mean, it, it, they're really hard to back. I'd rather just get in and out with down on my F5, even if it's going to cost me a couple cents. Uh-oh, I'm starting to see big numbers posted. That means the Daily Cave. Babe, babe, wake up. Babe, wake up. The K-Leader's up. Yo, babe, what is it, honey? Yo, the, the K-Leader's up. So, F5, I'm seeing some minus 125s, minus 130. No, no, that's, oh, that is first five. Oh, there's one and a half posted. This is totally unusual. Uh, so, if we can get 125, I'll go there. If not, I'm really not interested. 
I hate paying juice to go up against Texas. Okay, you got to make that part of your calculus. Texas offense, I, they're starting to click back up. So the BA and stuff is a little bit low. But again, you're seeing the disciplinary stuff tick up. Plus they're lifting, hitting it hard, and barreling the ball. Again, if you're looking for production, those are three good places to get it. So I might have blown this one. Nathan Cerner, new name in the chat. Welcome aboard to the restaurant where the chefs eat. Appreciate you. He's leaning on the D cracks. <laughs> F5 running line. I post that as well. He also is an F5U4. I think it's very interesting. Again, I, I, I'm not ever saying I'm right and you're wrong. I never, I'm not like that, right? I generally don't go under four because I, I feel like, man, that fourth run, I want to cash on the fourth run. Anyway, man, I, I might have moved this one or maybe just the general market. I see two minus 125s. I'm like staring at him, Jay. I want the bet 365 minus 125. So if you can get Arizona minus 125, even minus 130, I guess you take the F5. And if not, move it on from there. Next one is a bit of a feed for me. Oh, it's uh, the K leaders up in Canada. So it'll be up in a few minutes. It's Jesus Lazaro and the Miami Marlins plus 160 dogs on the road against Wakey, Wakey, Eddie's and Blakey and the Friar Tucks, those pesky Padres. That offense is just not to be messed with again. I know it's a, the Padres are good, but we timed it to, I mean, to the, to the T. Again, gold star on the nose of the crew here. Elf of love. All the rest of you haters suck it. Jesus Cesaro, who was, was carrying me to fantasy glory. You got to be careful. His, his, he's got the season stats going in the other direction, lighting up the board, but as of late, 7 at 0.4 ERA, 5 Sierra last 40 days, falling apart a bit. You got to be careful against the Padres, particularly lefties. Number one, Woba. Number one, expected Woba. Versus lefties, the, all, the, all of the disciplinary stuff through the roof. 21K to 10.5 walk for the Padres. Nine swinging strike, 28 chase rate, 88 on contact, 11 barrel. Think about that. The best in chase rate, top five in contact, also top three in barrel. You know, you got to look out. There's a chance Lazardo just gets absolutely smoked, smoked ham today. But there's also a chance he gems, right? We know Snell has been awesome, but there's always also a pop that he just implodes because the control is terrible. Something you have to be careful of when you're playing against Miami. Although the disciplinary stuff, Miami is kind of going in the tank. I, you know, they made those midseason acquisitions. And we thought it would have been really good. Player prop is benching Lazardo in fantasy. I hear I benched him also. Dude, if I told you some of the people I benched him for, I think I benched him for Matt Libertor in a big spot. Libertor's got the A's. I need wins. You know, fantasy is what it is. Lazardo might just get yoked today. He's not been good. And the Padres are smoking. Miami bullpen has been good, so I think that's why I don't... I'm going to stay off them for the team total. But that'll do it for the games. We'll have to make it up to bet stamp tomorrow, Jay. I want to look at the K stuff really quick. Okay, let me bring up my FanDuel. It's up and loaded. Okay, my K props are not up. But we could do just a quick one. Just really, really quick. We'll get out of here in the next couple of seconds. Jay says Ashcraft is 130 to 1. All right, don't tempt me with the prices, Jay. Don't tempt me with the prices here. That's not how we're doing this, Okay. I want to, we're going to do two ways, right? Two vector, the two attack vectors, like we mentioned. We're going to look for the pitchers with the best swing and miss. And we're going to look for the hit, the teams that have the worst strikeout stuff. And then we're going to get out of here. Okay. The best strikeout pitchers would be Blake Snell. He's probably going to be a favorite. Jesus Cesaro, Zach Gallen, Brian Wu, 
Yusei Kikuchi. Bailey Ober. I don't think Taylor Tenor Houck is not going to get the workload. So it's it's like a lot of favorites. No one really kind of standing out. That's okay. Other attack factor. Let's go over to the offense. The teams that we want to attack. Okay, and I'm going to try and come up with the, the matchups in my head. This is where I kind of get stuck because I don't I don't have this like matrixed out properly. So hopefully we can figure this out as a team. Okay, we want to attack the Yankees. That was Josiah Gray. You want to attack the Reds, which is Giolito. You want to attack the Tigers. That was Miley. You want to attack Colorado. So, like, kind of looking at this, that's where I think I would build. That's Latell. I think, just going by the board, I think I'm more into the really long shots here than, than anything. I'm, I'm expecting, again, it's not up yet. I'm expecting a, a few guys really juiced. And then the, the team guys, like the hitter-based hit plays, to be all the really long ones. And we know, we've seen those hit. It, we have seen pitchers you wouldn't believe hit. You know, Michael is hitting and stuff like that. Guys got with 11 strikeouts because they're facing the Twins or the Angels or the Rockies. Like we mentioned, that's another one. The Angels, for sure. Always got to keep an eye on him. Ian Jay, follow us on Twitter. It's going to be Ashcraft, right? So that's why Jay was all over it again. Jay, one step ahead. Appreciate you, dude. Anyone facing the Twins can't be 130 to 1. So follow me on Twitter at John Legaza. Follow the show on Twitter at Call to the Pen HQ. We'll put out the daily K leader. You know, we like to keep it to like, I'd say about four, four or five plays. And we'll go from there. Expect Ashcraft at 131. That'll do it. Thank you so much for picking up what we're putting down here on the fastest show in MLB. Absolutely freaking anywhere. Jay, as always, doing the thing he does, unlike myself, who forgets things. Doing a nice slow saunter through the day's plays. So for you lazy video people, you can always go to the end of the video and Jay will hook you up. You can always go to BetStamp. You can follow our bets. Just put in call to the pen. Download the BetStamp app. BetStamp.app forward slash call to the pen. Tell them Johnny sent you. Tomorrow we'll do the real readout. And that'll do it, man. Good luck, everybody. we got a couple of nice plays. We are like right where we want to be. I've been doing really, really well on my... Subsite, you know, we don't have access to those props here. I'd be playing them. I'm not, I don't keep that stuff to myself. But if you're into the under hitter strikeout props, I mean, we're hitting them at like a 60% clip and they're like plus 150 average odds. So obviously there's something broken. If it has a plus 40% implied probability, we're hitting them at 60% or better. And then again, I turn $1 to 10,000 doing this stuff, which is like just absolutely absurd. So enjoy the games. Enjoy your day when we're done with the book. Enjoy the pay. Really do appreciate you all. Rate, review, and subscribe because that shit matters more than it should as we slowly climb towards a 1,000 subs. And remember, when you work this hard, it is a lot less like luck, yo. We see you tomorrow, yo. Peace.